Joined in the media center is NTT IndyCar Series points leader Joseph Newgarden, driver of the number two Hitachi Chevrolet for Team Penske. Joseph, you're going to start third. It looked like you had a little adventure on the last lap of Firestone Fast 6 qualifying. Actually, you'll start fourth. Was that a difference maker for a higher starting position? Or your thoughts on that? I don't know. I think we may have, we may have still been where we, where we are. If um, I was on a one, and uh, so I went for it. I, you know, I knew it was going to take a really good lap, like a zero or a one to get the pole. And, and we saved our good tires for the second run. And, um, yeah, we were up there, you know, going into turn two, and then I just pushed a little too hard. I, I went really, really deep. Uh, that's an area I've been working on all weekend. So I kind of just gave everything I had there, and it was too much. And then it was kind of a one-lap deal, so I aborted after that, and that was, that was it. But, you know, we're in the top six, which was good. Uh, I knew we had a, a lap to kind of lean on if, if everything went bad in that second run. And so that's what we're going to do now. We'll start fourth, which is, you know, pretty, pretty solid for us for tomorrow. Let's start with the first qualifying group. Talk about the pressure of making it through that first group because it was loaded and all four of championship contenders were in that, that session. Yeah, you want to advance in that one. Um, but we did, you know, it was, uh, everyone did a good job just executing there, trying to get to the fast six, which was the goal. Uh, obviously, we'd like to pull. I think we did have pull speed here today. Um, we just didn't convert it. But, you know, we got pretty close, which is, which is a fairly good on a weekend like this. I think team, team Chevy's done a really good job for us so far. We've had, you know, really quite good power, um, good drivability around a difficult track. And, you know, our, our cars felt pretty solid all weekend, very consistent. So now we just got to continue that for another day. All four championship contenders held serve, and so they make the fast six. I guess if there's a big picture look at this, you know where everybody is, and you're right, you're right among them. We're all there. We are all there, ready to go. So, uh it's funny how that works out. They all made it, right? <laughs> Which is good. That's what we're supposed to do. So, yeah, it'll make it interesting. We're, we're amongst each other. Question on your right from Bruce. There's an old line, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Is that kind of how you feel with the championship? Because it's like you said, we're all right there. Yeah, I mean, on our situation, it's a good thing to be close to the competition, um, you know, specifically the ones in the championship. So... Yeah, I mean, we got to have a good clean run tomorrow. Um, you know, you'd like to win every race, and, you know, maybe, maybe we've got a, a race-winning car tomorrow. I, you know, it certainly feels like we have the capability of it. But um, we need to have a good clean day, you know, try and not get caught up in anything and, and just run our race like we, we normally would. Uh, I think that's what we'll, we'll try and focus on. Question in the second row on your right from Jenna Fryer. Hey, Joseph, I saw you standing there and looking at the board and studying it, and then you kind of pursed your lips in disgust. What did you see that you didn't like? Oh, nothing. I was just... That's the look you just made. That's the look you just made. Well, <laughs> it's been nice to see Felix up there. Um, you know, he had speed to probably be up front. It would have been interesting to have him up there, too. That's the biggest one to me. That's, that's kind of a surprise, I think, from the session. But everything else looks about right. I mean... I think everyone is about where you'd expect them for the most part, relatively. Um, but it is cool. All four, all four contenders made it through to the fast six. That's great. You know, we're all close to each other, so it'd be pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. 
Question uh, behind there from Patrick Stefanen on your right. Uh, just to follow up on that, so you would want Felix up there as a, I'm sure you're not just championing his talents. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you want him up there because you want faster cars up there to race with the other guys. To be fair to Felix, he has been fast all weekend, so he probably you know, would have been in the contention for the poll, without a doubt, if you look at where Dixon is. I mean, I think he's been a fair bit quicker than Dixon this weekend, so... Uh, I mean, just on merit, he probably should have been up there. But, yeah, it would have been, you know, that's more beneficial to us if he's in the mix. It's more helpful. But, you know, I don't think it changes things dramatically. It just would have been interesting to see him up there in the mix. Following up on something Colton Hurtis said the other day, he said that given that he was talking about racing the championship contenders, and he said, well, the, you know, the good thing is, is if Joseph maybe is leading, he, doesn't, he may not fight me as much for the, for the lead because – You'd have more to risk. Uh, you buy that? Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, yeah. Why would I? <laughs> Why would I, right? Um, I mean, I'm not going to pull over and park my car and take a quick latte and then get back going again once he's by. But it's, uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to do any. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to try and do anything silly. You know, but at the same same point, if he's faster than me and he, he can get by, then he'll he'll get by. He doesn't have to do that now. He's in front of me, so he's he's already in a better position than than what he was talking about. But um, yeah, it's really going to depend on how this thing shakes out at the start. I think you start thinking championship and running order one when you really see where people are, you know, and, and where they've been running. So. Uh, Rossi's excited to get in here, so I should finish up, but that's how I feel about that. One more here for Joseph from Jeff Gluck on your far right. Um, you know, at Portland, it seemed like the whole weekend, we just everybody kept asking you guys, oh, you know, what's going to happen in turn one? It's going to be crazy, blah, 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 blah. But I, I mean, maybe I missed it, but I haven't really heard that topic too much about this weekend, but it still looks kind of dicey. Is that, are you guys going to be sorted out by the time you get there? Why is it not as much of an issue here? I'm guessing Portland's been more historically difficult at the start in turn one than here. Um, you know, both these venues are new to me, so I don't have a lot of knowledge for why, well, including Portland and that. It was, Portland was the same way to me a year or two ago. I, I think Portland is more notorious for that chicane creating issues than here. Um, I don't know, I'd have to look at the stats. I don't know what the, the turn one wrecks in, or turn two, we call it turn two, but I don't know what the statistical crash rate of turn two is here at the start. So I'm assuming it's, it's lower than what Portland was. So that's probably why no one's talked about it. But having said that, our, our starts are always jumbled up. So something can happen here, too. You just never know. We also add to the press conference Alexander Rossi of Andretti Autosport, who will start third in Sunday's race. Simon Pagano of Team Penske will start sixth. And five-time NTT IndyCar Series champion Scott Dixon of Chip Ganassi Racing, who will start second. Since Alex got here first, we'll, uh, we'll ask Alex. You've got all the championship contenders around you. You know where they start. Maybe it's appropriate they all reach the fast six. Is that good, good for the show? It's not good for me, but, yeah, I guess it's good for the show. It's, it's what probably should happen, yeah. Talk about the pressure just making it through the first round. I think it's the same as every weekend. You know, we go on and on about how tight uh, the NTT IndyCar Series is, and um, we knew it was going to be a tall order uh, to, to put laps in today just with how challenging it's been for the past couple of days. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always difficult every qualifying session you do. Simon, you talk about your adventurous run there 
on the last lap in qualifying? Do you have a chance to make the advance uh, higher than sixth? Uh, last lap actually was the least entertaining of them all, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a, definitely an intense qualifying. Um, uh, you know, we pushed as hard as we could to, uh, to try to uh, be ahead. Um, very exciting. I mean, a little too exciting in my, my taste. Uh, especially Q1, the problem is we were back there in, on pit lane and uh, it's very difficult to, uh, you know, get your tires up to temperature when everybody's trying to gap themselves up front. So it's a accordion effect and uh, Q1 was complicated. I, um, my first lap was going to be my fastest and um, I caught Sebastian to make sure I was going to get a good lap. I had to abort to get a second. Uh, very stressful situation, but... Uh, Overall, um, I think, you know, obviously I wanted to be on the pole. I think we all wanted to be on the pole, but um, it, it's very tight. It's very, uh, very important to at least transfer to the fast six. And, uh, and I think we tried everything we could. Um, you know, I, I was attacking everywhere, maybe a little too much at times, but there was a time to go. So absolutely no regrets, and um, we did the best we could. Scott, your thoughts about starting second and at least ahead of these other three guys? Yeah, it was definitely a good recovery, I think, for us. We'd been struggling a little bit all weekend. Um, I'd just been struggling to get, you know, the time out of the uh, new tyres. Felix had been doing a fantastic job. Um, definitely bummed for him. I don't know the total scenario there, but uh, I think he would have fought hard and, you know, had a, a really good shot at getting the pole. He's been quick all weekend, but um, it's the way it rolls. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think we, we did a good job. I know our second run pace and used tyres have been really good all weekend. It was just I haven't been able to get the speed out of the new ones, so... Uh, it was a nice surprise and, and um, you know, in a good position. We'll just have to see how it rolls tomorrow. Okay. Questions uh, in front for Bruce, from Bruce? Uh, Alex, yesterday when a lot of us were probably looking too much at speeds and what you guys were doing, you guys seemed to be calm and methodical about it. Did you kind of figure out it would all work out like this? Well, you always don't plan on being last in qualifying, but... Um, yeah, we, we were going through, it's a new track, so we, we have the opportunity with such a big team to um, dedicate cars to roll through tons of different just set up philosophies. Um, and as long as you have a couple cars that are on a consistent platform that you know you can go back to and feed off of, I think is, uh, is uh, makes you more comfortable to do that. So yeah, we made sure that we went through everything that we could theoretically come up with that might work. And then, uh, yeah put it all together. Hopefully, we were hoping to put it all together this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we all work together every every session. Um, you have to, when you have that many cars out on track, everyone's doing a corner a little bit better or different than you, and you've got you to gotta put the puzzle pieces together. Um, but yeah, no, you, you definitely feed off each other, for sure. Question comes on the left. Hey, Alex, Dave Lewick with the Auburn Journal. Whole city for you. Hey, you've been saying that the cool. <laughs> pole was priority for you for this weekend for a good race. And on yesterday, you were doing number one with the times. You dropped yesterday, or this morning, you dropped down, and then you, you, you ended up third. What changes were you making, or were you guys toying with a little bit of setup differences to try and get that extra that extra tenth out of it? Or uh, my engineer in his setup sheet has something that's a drop down item that says punt. So we punted a lot. So that's what we were doing. Like when you get a fourth down and you need to give the ball away, and you just kind of yeah, well, you're French, so. <laughs> 
Yes, so. <laughs> Question on the right from Nate Ryan. It's for the two guys who are talking right now, so. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, so my question is for Joseph and Alex. I'm a little bit late to the party on this, so forgive my ignorance, but I keep seeing this hashtag rise above and hashtag rise above her. Can, can, someone, explain the, can someone explain the background on that? Like, what, so it, what, what is all that? So it started with hover above, <clears throat> which people didn't understand, and then it became... Was the rice one next? The rice one was... Then it was rice above with a bag of rice over my head. And then it was rise above her because people still didn't understand the rice. Um, so yeah, I thought the rice one was hilarious. Personally, I don't know if anyone saw this, but that one was a meme, and I thought that was really good. But I love it. I mean, I just love that you guys have taken our campaign as inspiration and used it. I just I think we got their heads in the right place, and that's. That's a good thing for tomorrow. I think you should explain Rise Above in the first place. Rise Above is actually just that. You know, for us, it's just a campaign to speak about our mentality. You know, there's always difficult times throughout the year. Um, and for us, it's always about, you know, moving forward and always, always trying to climb the mountain. And that's what we're trying to do tomorrow. So for us, it's been a great little campaign rally. I think a lot of guys have liked it for the most part. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to try and do that tomorrow. We're going to try and rise above everybody else. Is that your thing or Penske? It's our thing. I mean, I think Penske pushes it too, but it's our deal. Okay. Further questions? Jenna? Okay. We'll get Jenna and then Wolfgang. Hey, Scott. You, Scott, you've known Felix longer than most of us, and he seems like a pretty quiet guy, but he's pretty fired up after qualifying and said um, some pretty – damning things um is he does he often show emotion like that uh he's short right so he's got the short man syndrome oh. <laughs> oh. no i'm joking it's um uh well i imagine you know like he's he's been super fast all weekend you know and and yeah of course he gets fired up i think all of us are extremely um you know competitive it's the environment and i think with with I don't know what the rule was or how it was. I thought that only occurred when you caused a red, and he didn't. I know he hindered somebody's lap, but it's, you know, whatever. Um, to lose your two quickest and then uh, not advance, even though he had done three quick laps that would have advanced him. So I, I can imagine he's pretty uh, pretty angry. But, you know, he's been knocking on the door all year long, and I think, you know, he, he's still got a very good shot tomorrow. You know, you can definitely, in that position, uh, create a very good off-strategy uh, race. Um, but yeah, I've known Felix probably for I don't know, the last five or six years, and and uh, it's what? Um, no, he's pretty he's pretty relaxed. I haven't seen any of this stuff yet, so I'm excited to see it. <laughs> what did he say? Yeah, what happened? Uh, he said that um, someone in upstairs really hates Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that response was oh. <laughs> based on an explanation given of Felix's response, which I won't repeat. Wolfgang. Question for you, Scott. Question for you. I think somewhere during the qualifying, one of the TV commentators said that the trend temperature was extremely hotter than the days before. Did you feel any changes in the performance of the tires or the whole car? 
Uh, I thought the track actually grip was fairly good considering the you know the ambient conditions were you know hot. Um, the track's not super dark here, so I don't think that that really affects it too much. Um, but yeah, it, it uh, conditions were good. I think the hardest part here that everybody fights is just all the dirt. You know, especially when it gets a little bit windy, the dirt gets on the track, and, and then when you're following somebody, um, that goes off. You know, that's that's pretty tough. Um, but yeah, the grip level was actually pretty good. So you know, we don't get to run on the reds too often. We did yesterday, kind of in similar conditions, and then uh, in qualifying. But uh, the blacks definitely didn't feel anywhere near as good as what we had this morning. We'll take two more. Bruce? This is for each of you. Uh, in a series that's got so much competition, I think it would be hard to argue that the four drivers up there are not the four best drivers this season in the series. How does it feel to have that come down, that you are the four best? Oh, yes. I heard not. How does, it's hard to argue that you're not <laughs> the four best. So how do you... How does it feel to have it come down to the four best drivers fighting for the championship? Well, we, none of us got pole, so we clearly aren't that good. I don't know how you... I think we've probably been the most consistent, all of us, you know, in, in a, lot of, a lot of ways. Um, it's hard to say the best. I mean, I would say the most consistent for sure. Uh, but, you know, guys like, you know, Felix, for instance, he's been pretty strong towards the end of this year. You know, I think they'll be contenders next year, but it's, it's about who strings together the best results all year. Obviously, I mean, obviously, it's a championship race, and every race counts, you know, pretty significantly. So I think that's why you see – you normally see these contenders up front every weekend, and now when we come down to it, that's why we're all together still. But you've won the most. Well, I mean, it pays so massively to win, so that's why the guys that win the most races are normally up front. Take our last question here in the back. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, what they said. Um, no, you don't. At the end of the day, you know, there's a championship on the line. I think you got to rise above. <laughs> or, or hover. Rise above her. Or hover. Yeah, rise above her. Or rice. Just get up in the morning. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here, man. <laughs> Last question. Alexander, I noticed at Indianapolis they assigned you garage 13 and you took, or somebody, you or somebody on the team took the three off the 13. Are you a particularly superstitious guy? Considering that's the first I've heard of it, I don't think so. No, I, not at all. All right, we'll see one of you tomorrow about this time in championship form. Next up, NTTP1 Award poll winner, Colton Herta. <laughs>